ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. As I am I, the voices feels a little better today. I feel a little better today. Amazing what drugs can do. No, really, I just took so I actually actually ate some like real I had a piece of steak today, like maybe one bite, but hey, it's something, you know. My grandson Gage cooked a, us a meal with steak and mashed potatoes that was delicious for what I can eat. He even does good mashed potatoes, even though they are lumpy and I don't care for lumpy, but Hey, keep putting that cheese in there. It's great. Anyway, uh, we got a week coming up. We got a game uh, with the Monday game. That's about it. But anyway, I'm I'm thinking of talking about today about road trips. And we will talk about that after this. All right. Before we get into the road trip thing, I do have a voicemail from Constantine, a new listener all the way from Greece. Lay it on me, Constantine. Go for it. Hey there, OMG. Uh, This is Constantine uh, coming all the way from Greece. I only found out about your podcast in the past few months. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that you're recovering, and I was really sorry to hear about your surgery. Uh, In any case, I listened to your episode about Appendix N, and while I agree that much that gatekeeping was a thing for Appendix N, then again, I've only been 2000, so maybe it was kind of outdated by that time, but... I really, really think that if Dungeons and Dragons and RPGs are missing anything and OSR is trying to bring it back is that we need to make games weird, man. It's, uh, it's been a while since then. 3.5 kind of cleaned it up and like streamlined it, made it to normal. We just, we just need to make the games weird as much as we can. Thank you, Constantine. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, I always felt that... I'm not going to, you know, the gatekeeping thing to me is a recent moniker for something like this. But I started in 1981. I understand you only started in 08, but that that's understandable. And, and it's okay. But I started in 81, and I always got the feeling, they showed me these games, but this is really to emulate the literary fantasy, this, that, and the other thing. And I always felt a little left out. That's the problem. Not really left out, but... You know, I never felt like people thought I was a real gamer. Unless I actually sat down and read these sci-fi and fantasy books. And frankly, I was not interested. But what I was interested in is movies. And that helped me a lot. I mean, yes, I even took a stab at reading Lord of the, the, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I didn't get very far in either of them. So, you know, there's that. I, I, I don't think that should be, I don't think that's right. I don't think people should, you know, relate to it however they can relate to it. And as far as they should be weird, okay, I can understand that. I can, I, I will, I will agree to a point on that. I mean, you know, there's weird, then there's like too strange for me. But at the same time, I can see. I mean, look at like Lamentations of the Flame Princess. Not exactly the the most normal thing out there as far as OSR or even gaming, but. You know, there's that. But I can see a viability in that. There are so many genres in role-playing games, and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And fantasy needs its bit of weirdness. The thing I like about early OSR stuff is the early editions, you can be as weird as you want, and it doesn't matter if there's rules for it. 
whatever the whatever the GM says goes goes. He's the one who establishes the rules, and he's the one who comes up with the weird stuff. So it's it's a good thing. Put some weird in it, fine. Put whatever you think is in it. But the point is, I'm trying to make is, in the early days, since they didn't have the guidelines, since they didn't have all the rules, that was such an advantage. I find that such an advantage to run these things. Anyway, Constantine, thank you. Thank you very much for, for sending me that voicemail. Okay. Uh, road trips. I'm thinking of like buddy road trips, like some movies like Midnight Run or Rain Man or something like that. And you can have road trips with more than one person. I think when I came up with the cattle drive thing, it was one of the reasons was it was it's kind of a buddy road trip because you're not with the cattle drive, you're ahead of the cattle drive. And you guys just got you got it's just a bunch of people. Have you ever thought of coming up with an adventure that's not an adventure? Yes, you have a goal. But the goal is so far away and it's so far in the future, relatively speaking, that you can spend all this time doing random encounters or anything that you want to do pre-planned. And when I'm talking pre-planned, I'm talking like, you know, all those side adventures and stuff that, that Dungeon Magazine used to give you or you can find today, that kind of thing. Spread those around. And, you know, in the middle of it, well, not in the middle of it. I mean, between these little little side treks, you could have like really good role play within the side trek too. If you watch some of these movies, they really do have the they develop the characters and things like that. Now that and that way, if you have these, you know, you have these side treks, things like that, you've got something to do. You got the battle. You got the, you know, you've got the thing in there. And there's nothing wrong with saying whatever they're going towards isn't going to try and stop them. But what I'm saying is I like road trips in the fact that they are so, so flexible. In case you hadn't noticed already, I've talked, I've sort of talked around this subject. Now I'm dressing it. But the, I mean, you can get in, you know, wild animals to guys who want to steal your stuff to, to stumbling upon a border war or something like that. And you have this one thing and once again, I was watching something on TV. I turned on Netflix and I watched Green Eggs and Ham, the series. And it's like, that's pretty much a buddy road trip right there. And so that got me thinking, why can't more D&D games be like this where things happen along the way? And the nice, the fun th part about it is in your prep, you can say, okay, they're here. And you decide how long it's going to take to get to the conclusion. And it's like, okay, what can I, what can I do to them this, not do to them, but what can they, what can you get through this time? You know, the next, the next session. And so you go with that. And that's also a great way for them. If they do want to go off, off book, off script, Hey, you know, they've got a goal. That doesn't mean they have to pursue it right away. You know, they may get a time limit on it, a little time limit, but the time limit would be like, in three months, this is going to happen. You've got to go stop it. You've got to go get this thing. Usually snatch jobs, like you have to go get this certain thing and come back, has more of a time limit. But if you have to get to a certain place to stop it, maybe everybody has their own reason to get there and maybe they coincide and that's great. Leads to role playing. So think about a road trip. 
think about, just put on, okay, here's where they start. Here's where they finish. This is what they have to do. Let's leave all this big space in between as kind of a sandbox point crawl type thing. I'll just put one A, B. I'll put like six of them on there before they get to the end. And then each week, and this is this is what I like doing because each week, you're not putting any, I would not put anything down for the next session until the last session is over. Okay, they're here. What are we going to do this week? Where are they going to be? Look at your map of the world. See what kind of terrain there is. See what you can work around that or not. It doesn't really make any difference. It's just that you got to you got to start, you got an end. Fill in the other stuff as you go. I recommend that highly. Anyway, I'm going to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. Thanks, Constantine, for being my new listener. Glad you found me. Also, we're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Also want to thank Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's A Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.